Hey, 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 welcome to today's show on The Real Tea Talks with Taiyi, hosted by investor queen Taiyi. On this show, Taiyi aims to empower women, wives, and working parents with financial literacy fueled by real estate investing. Are you ready to learn how to create generational wealth and leave a legacy for your family? Go to www.wholesalingai.com. Now, for today's episode, here's your host and investor queen, Taiyi. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Realty Talks with Tai podcast show. I am so happy to be back with you guys. I have been on the road in the run like crazy, crazy in a good way. Of course, my husband and I have been conquering many storms and treading many waters, new and old, or I should say new and familiar in regards to real estate, family, homeschooling, you know, the whole full gamut of new life after COVID. So, I am proud to say that in the midst of all of that, we have been still able to close 12 deals so far this month, and it is only the seventh day this month. So, and if we're only counting business days, I don't even know how crazy that is. I think we are now running a total of about two to three per day averaging, which is an insane month for us. So we're very, very excited. We're very, very busy, but we're also full of new and improved information that I am so honored to be able to share with you guys. So I'm going to do that now. Okay. So on today's show, we're going to talk about income generating assets. Now we're not going to go all crazy and get into, uh, you know, all of these fancy new things and cryptocurrencies. And you guys have thousands more questions than you came onto this show with. No, instead we're going to get real narrow, real specific, and we're going to focus on one main income generating asset, which is rental real estate my favorite okay so if you share the like passion or interest or both i highly encourage you to stay to the end of this show it's going to be a short show but very very impactful to give you a lot of golden gems in a very short condensed amount of time so let's get to it all right so if you are interested and or involved in in any capacity acquiring high income producing assets you know as well as anyone then that it is no longer a luxury it's actually a norm it's a necessity to have these income producing assets now you might be thinking well what do you mean by high income producing asset like what is that what language are you talking right now Tai? right well to break it down into simpler terms it just means and in the words of even Robert Kiyosaki, he would say an asset is something that puts money into your pocket, period, right? If it puts money in your pocket, it's an asset. If it takes money out of your pocket, it's a liability. So if we work from just this framework or understanding, so we're on the same, uh, you know, knowledge base right now, what, what an asset is, then what puts money in your pocket has to produce a lot more money right? That's where the high income producing asset, that's where all of that comes into play, right? It just means something that puts money in your pocket is an asset and high income producing asset means it puts a lot of money in your pocket, even if it's over a 
um, extended amount of time, meaning not just a lump sum cash capital games type of win up front 30 days or less. No, it could mean over time. Now, everyone dreams of early retirement, right? So that is still a time horizon, even if retirement for you means in your 30s versus your 70s or your 60s or even your 50s, right? And as a result, most people are on the lookout for these best income generating assets so they can start putting their money to work for them and they can start working less to free up their time, their money, their opportunities to expand, right? So they can have uh, their retirement goals facilitated. But at the same time, you know, it definitely pays to have um, your retirement early, but also to have a life still to have things to do to fill all of that new time, right with that new time freedom. So imagine that feeling when you're spending quality time with your family, your children, your loved ones and have the opportunity to travel and see and do new things and relax at your dream vacation spots like all of this can truly truly happen only though with the right plan and the right plan means the right wealth building strategy or wealth strategy so that you're very, very targeted on what income generating assets are going to get you there, right? A specific wealth building plan, a team, and then most importantly, or as equal importance, I would say, is the discipline to get you there because it's going to take you a whole lot of that. Trust me, I know, okay? In my 20s, I was very disciplined, but to a certain degree, right? For a 20-year-old, quote unquote, I was disciplined more so than my peers, but I wasn't so disciplined that I was saving for like an early retirement. I thought that was like super, super out of my league. I'm thinking 70s and 80s. I'm like, I'm only 20. What are you talking about retirement? But it still pays to start early so you can finish early and then go on to do bigger and better things like I'm doing now, which I am so happy I'm putting in that work for. Because over the years, we've learned lessons of like why the rich people, quote unquote, keep getting richer, why poor people get poorer, and why average middle class people are the new poor why why they're actually their wealth is diminishing right why hasn't that changed in spite of this increasing number of startups every single year where people are starting businesses and in a nutshell the poor give out their time basically in exchange for money while rich people rich people they actually learn very early on even as youth how to put their money to work in order to enjoy more of their time sooner rather than later right? And they don't just put it in any vehicle. They invest their money into high income producing assets, right? So this shouldn't be confusing, right? It's a no brainer. It's like, yes, I want my money to work for me. So I physically don't have to work for myself, period. Like that is it, right? That is definitely the goal of the vast majority, I would say, of people that I come in contact with. Now, it's not as difficult, though, as those same people that I'm talking about, right? Average people, people like you and me. In fact, most assets require, they actually require you to take any type of calculated risk because nothing in life is guaranteed, including investments. Okay, newsflash, sorry to break it to you. But the return on those investments will leave you smiling at your bank account when you see that it is growing. Okay, so if this whole investment idea is one that really does interest you and you're just wondering like which assets have that capacity to generate a high enough recurring revenue then you definitely want to get into rental real estate now it's hard to name 
like high reward assets without mentioning the word rental real estate or rental property, right? It's it's that one investment that never goes out of style. It never gets outdated. And historically, it has stood the test of time. This is definitely an asset class, specifically meaning real estate that continues, continues to outperform even the S&P 500 in the Dow, in the stock market, right? It allows investors to also build massive amount of wealth for the average person, for the sophisticated person, for the professional person, for the lay person, right? Because the whole world population keeps growing. It keeps growing. And migration patterns do dictate where markets are good to invest in, especially for rental real estate. Like where are people migrating from uh, to and where are they migrating from? And that's a whole nother topic, right? But it just goes to show you and and illustrate that renters are constantly seeking to find rental housing, apartments, single family homes, multifamilies. They're looking for not the luxury, but the necessity of it, of housing, right? The most successful investors even learn how to leverage debt and taxes, to accelerate their wealth in addition to all of the other great benefits that rental real estate provides, such as appreciation and cash flow, just to name a couple, right? Now, also housing being a necessity and not a luxury item for most people, right? Most people would not raise their hand and say, yes, I'll live under a bridge. Like, no, that's by circumstance and situation as a hardship, not by uh, preference, right? And, and, um, where am I going with this? So uh, like I was getting back off track, I have so much to tell you guys, like I said, but just sticking with this concept of housing being a necessity, the higher the demand in good rental markets, it will always mean that there will be stabilized cash flow for you and higher returns on investment that you can expect in those markets where rentals are in high demand, where a lot of people are raising their hands saying, yes, I need housing, right? You can be that provider. However, just like with every pro, there is a con. With every plus, there is a minus, right? It's just the law of the universe. So there means that with every gain, there is also risk attached to it, right? There is no different in owning rental property. They These risks, people can, can say, oh, they include mortgage payments and repairs or maintenance, and let's not fail to manage tenants and toilets, right? Or even the inflationary impact on supply and demand in real estate, which is a little bit more of a sophisticated concept, but not really. Like inflation, this whole concept, it, it's, it's a real thing. And it simply refers to, let's say, being the same supply, right? The same amount of inventory available, inventory meaning houses, the same number of houses with more dollars now in your pocket to chase the same amount of goods, meaning real estate, which is affecting the price. So what does that mean? That means one property today means that it's worth a hundred thousand, but let's just say I only have $1 in my pocket today. Well, that hundred thousand is still a lot. I can't afford it. However, however, a lot of people will say, Hey, that one, that $100,000 house in California, let's just even say, go crazy with it and say in San Francisco, a hundred thousand dollar house, there should be overwhelming demand but if you all everyone in san francisco only had a dollar in their pocket no that house wouldn't be in high demand because it's not going to be affordable but let's just flip the script here and say hey instead of that everyone having only one dollar in their pocket now now that 
there everybody has let's say $200,000 in their pocket, right? Well, that house is still worth 100,000, but you better bet your bucks that everybody is going to be on that house, right? That it's $100,000. Why? Because the value of it didn't change. The supply is still there. The house is still there, meaning, but the demand increased, which increases that value, perceived value of the property, because now people can pay more for it. And that's where you get into these pricing increases because supply hasn't changed, but demand has. There, my friends, you have inflation and the impact of inflation on supply and demand. Okay, so increasing demand limits supply or it actually increases the desire for properties for real estate and real estate itself is actually a hedge against inflation. So it's it's just an all around. Yes, yes, yes. Check the box on investment vehicles of high income production um, asset class. Now, taxes also do go up management fees, property management fees do go up. But, but what's the aha glory moment here with rental real estate? Rents match inflation. So what does that mean? That means that rents also will go up. As inflation rises, rents rise, right? As the cost of managing rentals rise, rents will rise, right? So that is hedging, right? Against any potential loss, right? Not a hundred percent guaranteed, but it's hedging against it. It's providing you with basically like an insurance policy against loss in investing in property, in real estate. It's a hard asset. It's meaning you and everyone else has to have it. It's not a luxury. It's not a commodity. It's a necessity. Housing is a necessity. So if the cost of income also goes up and the prices of your assets, in this case, meaning real estate itself, the prices of it will grow along with inflation. Okay. So this means your income production at a minimum, it's tracking with inflation, meaning following inflation. So inflation does not diminish the returns of hard assets in real estate. That means your capital is protected. Your investment is protected. Your cash flow is also protected and your rents are also protected because the demand has not dwindled. That is gold, right? And interestingly, these factors can be controlled. All of this can be controlled and managed with the proper team and people in place, including insurance. Insurance is another hedge, another topic, which we will say for another show. But if it's properly managed, meaning that rental property is managed professionally by a local property professional management company, it can be your ultimate investment for building long-term generational wealth with infinite returns, meaning you have no more money in the deal, but you still own the property. It is still cash flowing. You are still realizing appreciation anywhere from three to six plus percent per year. You're still capitalizing off of the taxes and depreciation benefits you can get every year. Like it is just the all hail glory. Thank you, Jesus, for (laughs) this investment. I am not even over-exaggerating right now. It's my one and only choice um, right now at the moment. And we'll go into the next show in regards to stocks and why that is not an inflationary um, hedge. 
again, another topic for another show. But the whole point I want you guys to know is that rents track with inflation. Rental real estate is a hedge against inflation. So until next show, go out, find, acquire, learn about investing in rental property to to hedge against inflation and build your long-term generational wealth with infinite returns. Peace, love, you guys. See you on the next show. If you have any questions, like, share, subscribe to the channel. I would love to talk to you more about this. As you know, it's one of my, if not only, favorite topics other than children and family. 